out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from 9 to 5 Welcome back to 9 to 5 Sports Podcast. I believe I am your host once again, at least for this week, uh, Jarrett McKay. we got a full table of, um, well, I guess, hosts. i got a host. We've got the normal crew, minus Robbie. We've got some spectators over on the side. So, in order, we've got Ty Comer, Elliot Good, Aaron Campbell's here. Ryan Painter's going to be a guest on this uh, show this week. And then James Campbell and Seth Comer are also here with us. You heard that uh, right. Ryan Painter is present and accounted for. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm assuming that our uh, number, our listeners are just going to skyrocket, probably quadruple, because of Ryan Painter, right? Yeah, we're going to have to uh, make sure that we get our autograph hands ready. All yeah. right? um, we're all on the same show as Ryan Painter. So just yep. Anyway, it's nice on. to be back in my three-week absence from the show. Um, that being said, I think we're just going to keep on going with the flow of divisional breakdowns. Um, we only have two divisions left. We're going to save the East for last. Hopefully we can get Rob in here to do that. So that leaves us with the NFC North, and I, there's a lot of stuff going on with that division this week. Uh, we got some superstars getting paid, superstars getting traded into the division. Um, so we got plenty of stuff to talk about. I guess we're going to start um, with what's on the top of my mind, which would be the Green Bay Packers. Um, I guess we can talk about uh, whether we think Aaron Rodgers, how that situation went down. I think it was long overdue. I also th- like how the way that NFL players, and I think it kind of started with Rodgers, are starting to get more money in that guaranteed section. It's I think it might be gearing more towards the NBA uh, with that whole thing. But we'll start with the Packers. Um, Ty, we'll go with you first. If you have any thoughts on the Rodgers extension, um, that's fine. If not, we can just start with our breakdown. How we think the uh, how do you think the Packers are going to do this year? Well, I just think Rodgers should be feeling a lot of love from that front office this year with him getting paid and uh, also bringing in a, a high caliber type of uh, a free agent in Jimmy Graham this offseason. So they're definitely showing him that uh, that he want him they want him to stick around. Obviously, you don't throw that amount of money out at somebody that um, you're not all that crazy about keeping, but. Um, also bringing in guys that uh, he's going to enjoy throwing to. And uh, to segue right into how I think they're going to do in the division this year, I think Jimmy Graham is going to be a huge key to how good um, Aaron Rodgers can be. I think, uh, you know, we saw with upper-level talent um, quarterbacks that Jimmy Graham has been an unbelievable tight end. Yep. Uh, with Drew Brees, he was the Saints, one of the best in the league. I'd say probably second, right? Or right up there with Gronk. <clears throat> yeah, he was. <clears throat> he was right up there with him, and he was uh, really fun to watch. Then it took him a little while to get going in Seattle, but I feel like Towards last year yeah. he was dominant, um, especially in the red zone last year. Caught a lot of touchdowns last year. Got back to the old Jimmy Graham that we knew, and with Aaron Rodgers, he's already. Um, built a little bit of a rapport, even in just a couple of the uh, drives that Rodgers has played this um, uh, this preseason. So I, I think that's going to be a fun team to watch. I, I think uh, their defense might still be just a little bit of a question mark. I, that's why I don't think they win the division. I think they finish second in this division, but they're going to be uh, good enough to compete for a Super Bowl this year. Um, I just think that's how talented the Vikings are going to be. Um, to say that they're going to finish second in this league. So, uh, for me, Aaron Rodgers, 
Jimmy Graham, and uh, yeah, really anybody that he decides to throw to, Randall Cobb, whoever's out there on the side for him. Um, they're they're going to be pretty good. I, I say at least double digit wins. So you're that's, thinking, I think that's their I think that's their low point. Is yeah, double digit wins. Ten, Ten wins. Yep. All right, what do you think about the Packers? Um, Rodgers. <clears throat> I agree with you on the sentiment that Rodgers' contract was long overdue. Yeah. He, he was certainly deserving. I think he's he's definitely the most talented quarterback. He's not the most accomplished, but if I was starting a team, he's the first guy I would want mm-hmm. on my team. So I think it was long overdue. I think it it shows their loyalty toward Aaron Rodgers, and he will return the favor in rewarding them with a good season. And as Ty was talking about, Jimmy Graham, huge offseason addition. Uh, as far as the Packers overlook, they're going to be great on the offensive side simply because of Rodgers. They've got a stable of running backs that are solid that can kind of float in and out of there. And As for those running out. backs, uh, is is Jamal Williams is it he's, he's the starter? He's going to be the starter, yes, sir. Okay. Yes. And then what about the backups? Because I know in the past we've had uh, they had a receiver change. Uh, that ended up playing some running back and actually played fairly well. Ty Montgomery. Yep. Yeah, he's he should be a nice little receiving back, kind of change of pace. They also have Aaron Jones, who they drafted last year, mm-hmm. who's been a little banged up, but he, he seems to me to be the more explosive back at all three of them. But mm-hmm. Williams has outplayed him in camp and stayed on the field, which is a huge part of why he's the starter. And a two-game suspension with Jones, I think if uh, Williams could really capitalize on that uh, increase. Um, share of that backfield load, I think he could really uh, run away with this job yeah. if he performed. And he got some playing time last year too, correct? Especially towards the end of the year yes. at running back? Yes, he did. He, and performed well. Yeah, I used him in quite a few <clears throat> DFS lineups last year. So, um, it's the Packers. We know what they're going to be. Aaron Rodgers, they have great receivers around him, so they're going to put up points. The only question I have with this team is uh, them being able to protect Rodgers. They, they have a decent line, not great. Bakhtiari has proven himself but the mm-hmm. rest of it's a little questionable um my my big question is is the pass rush going to be enough to cover up their deficiencies in the secondary they do have haha clinton Dix, but they drafted two rookie corners i believe in the first two rounds so uh, josh jackson and Jair Alexander. yeah alexander so rookie corners that that could be a tough spot for yeah. them to step in and contribute right away but we'll have to see how that goes but that would be my big question mark they need help from the pass rush to kind of cover up those mistakes from the rookies early. Yep, and I, I, I like how you said it. I mean, even with that offensive line, a quarterback like Rodgers can help cover that up sometimes, yes. especially making plays outside the pocket, which he's is most yeah. of his game, really, is being yeah, flushed I mean, out. He has the awesome arm. He can throw from anywhere, but when he gets out of, outside of the pocket, he's – Incredibly dangerous. That and of course the uh, what something that I always associate with Rodgers is getting people beat on the the counts, especially yes. at home, mm-hmm. getting free plays yeah, and taking advantage plays. of them a lot of times. A, a lot of touchdowns off of uh, encroachments and offside penalties. Um, yeah. Aaron, yeah. your thoughts on the Packers or Elliot? Did you have anything else? Uh, to I was add? just going to say I'm, <clears throat> I'm with Ty. I think their floor, as long as they're healthy, is about ten wins. So, I, now, let's be the, honest. Healthy means. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, yeah. And as maybe, long as they don't lose Aaron Rodgers. Do you have that years. 10 being enough to win the division? Or are you no. with Ty saying the Vikings no, are I, don't think I still think the Vikings are going to win the division simply because their defense is so elite. Yep. So it's going to be tough for Rodgers to overcome that. Well, they've also got the greatest quarterback in the league. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings? <laughs> yeah. You heard me. <laughs> Okay. I, he's going to show you this year. He's going to show. No, I, I actually have faith that he's – I'm interested to see how well he does. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be a, a – a decent. I don't uh, think he's the best quarterback in the league. Let's go. Ahead no, no, no. 
but and I'll I'll talk about this more when we when we get to the Vikings. But as well as Case Keenum played last year, I thought he played very well. I'm not right. sure how much of an upgrade you can really get from that. Now, if Kirk goes out and throws 35 to 40 touchdowns, and they can really he's going to throw for five grand. Advance that uh, offense, Aaron. Uh, it, it, yeah, as far as the kind of piggyback on what you all have said on the Packers, um, I mean, th- this team lives and dies with Aaron Rodgers. Um, the reason why uh, this team has kind of underperformed in recent years has been due to Aaron Rodgers' ability to stay healthy, and a lot of that is uh, some shoulder injuries, uh, collar, was it collarbone last year, I believe. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, on his throwing shoulder, uh, a lot of it comes from uh, – his game where he is escaping out of the pocket uh, and doing what he does best and making plays happen uh, with his legs in order to uh, you know kind of give himself a launch pad to make these incredible throws. Um, I, I think you know with Devontae Adams, uh, him being his new number one receiver, I, I know a lot of people are you know kind of uh, kind of backtracking a little bit with the Packers and, and think that they could step back with Jordy Nelson being gone. I know when we did our AFC West uh, show, I, I you know kind of stated that I think that Jordy Nelson is done. Uh, Devontae Adams over the past two seasons has led uh, like over the past two seasons combined has uh, combined to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns uh, and you know, you've got him and Jimmy Graham with two elite uh, red zone. You still weapons. have Randall Cobb too. You right? still have Randall Cobb, even though I've heard that there's a possibility that he could get traded or cut before the mm-hmm. season starts, uh, which would surprise me. Considering you, you would think that that is. I think they drafted a few rookie receivers as well. Yeah, and they also have Geronimo Allison, who has you know, really showed well at Geronimo. times. He had a really good game against the Cowboys in the playoffs. So. Uh, I know that ain't I've always well. liked Cobb, though. I think it would be a mistake to cut him. I, I think that the defense, as Elliot said, could be an issue, especially with the pass rush. I mean, uh, you look at it, Clay Matthews has not been the Clay Matthews that we have seen like in his early years, mm-hmm. his early 20s. Uh, uh, again, he was a top five defensive player in the league. Oh yeah, point. he was I, I, a dominant force. He was easily one of the the play. Probably. The play I remember from him is always him chasing down Kaepernick and flying out of bounds and tackling mm-hmm. him. It caused the ruckus. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he was one of the, in his prime, uh, one of the three best, in my opinion, pass rushers in the league during that time. Uh, but I, I think that is one factor that could hold this team back is their defense. But Again, Rodgers finds ways to keep them in games, makes un- incredible throws week after week. I see them finishing around the 10-6 uh, and six record, as you all stated. If Rodgers would get hurt, it could get really ugly. Yeah. Uh, but I- I'm, I'm going to say they win 10 or 11, but even, even 11, I don't think it's enough. So you're Maybe saying you don't believe in Deshaun Kaiser as a backup? I do not. <laughs> I, I don't care – where he goes, I'm not a He was really poor guy. last year. Um, I think we give the table to Ryan Ryan. Yeah, I need to clarify something real quick that Ty added about the Vikings. He said that they have the best quarterback in the league. Oh, and man. I don't stay you know, up to date on sports, but I was unaware that they picked up Jay Cutler. 
So could you fill me in <laughs> okay, on that? All right. <laughs> okay. Is that, that that's, Evan's that's, gonna Evan told that. you to say that. That's pretty much all I have to add. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, must we can been. keep it moving forward. Yeah. So that's Evan speaking through Ryan. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So well, what you, happened, Peyton Manning you know, could have come out of retirement. Is Jake Cutler going to do broadcasting this year? Yeah, he's in the booth. I think okay. for Fox, right? Is he? I don't he know. was last year, and then know. he came back in. I know he's got the big new reality show with his wife. I wasn't. sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty I sure he's going to be in the booth for Fox somewhere, not okay. the main team, but he's going to be in one of the Fox booths. Okay. He may not I just have can't had see him being the ability, good but at he all. had. The he's board. not a. He's not a very hard pass. He just, <laughs> I don't see him <laughs> being a very charismatic person. Yeah, he's. Well, he showed such heart, and you know. He just really cared out there on the football field. So yeah. I feel like that could transfer all the best over. out of his team. Yeah. I'll be honest. I kind of always viewed Jay as kind of an ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, I don't know. My, my, I'm always – I should hate the Packers and Aaron Rodgers more than anything, really. But uh, well, Robbie does. Robbie doesn't enough for you. <clears throat> yeah, Robbie's pro- – I'm guessing Robbie would have him somewhere around eight wins. I can tell you he does not believe in the Packers. He, I, I don't, don't think care. he gives enough – he, he does to Rodgers. He's just mad. I think Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league right now. Again, Elliott put it best. He, I think talent-wise, he's got it over everybody else. He's not Obviously, he's not the most accomplished. Um, and right now it is kind of a bad mark that he's only won one Super Bowl. Mm. I think he's only been to one, too. I right? think, well, yeah, he's, he's only been to two, but I think. Oh, he's been to two? Or no, he's on. Actually, I think he's, he's been only to one. Been one. Yeah. yeah, he's only been so to that, one. So that that looks kind of bad. It, it it does look bad, but but again, hey, isn't that supposed to be good? Like with Michael, he only went to six, yeah. but he won six, and you know, it's it. Even if LeBron wins six now, it's not even going to be the same because he he didn't get, just get there six times. Yeah, I, feel I don't like, know why. I feel like if you're going to be known as one of the best quarterbacks, though, you got to get to more. I mean, the fact that you got there anyway, it's, yeah, it shows a lot that you got there. Yeah. Um. But it also shows if you've got you know he's the had ability some, to finish. He's had some bad help. Oh, some years. He's had some bad help, and also his health issues have not yeah. you know, been on his side at times. But uh, I, you know to kind of say what Elliot, uh, kind of reiterate what he's already said. I think Aaron Rodgers is intangible in wise, athletically, he is the most talented quarterback I've mm-hmm. ever seen. But if you factor in all of that, all the accolades and. Uh, accomplishments and uh, I mean Brady to me is the best quarterback to ever play but I think if you gave uh, Aaron Rodgers Bill Belichick for his entire career he'd have way more than one Super Bowl oh, yeah. what do you mean you don't think Mike people... McCarthy's a genius this is where I wish Rodgers was here because he bashes Mike McCarthy really bad I think the Packers are I hate to just you know keep it Repetitive, but if if the, if he stays healthy, if Rogers stays health, healthy and he clicks with Jimmy Graham, I, I think they could win eleven or twelve games. Rogers has already stated division. he thinks this could be a record-setting offense. Yeah, I, I think their year. offense is enough to win eleven or twelve games. So I think I'm going yeah. higher than you guys are. I think they've got a still got a good chance to win the division. The defense my, is what worries me. My about. only problem with going higher is this division is going to be really good as a whole. It is. Yeah, I, I think you could be talking. And he just about got a brand new pass rusher. Right. He's going to see twice a year. Yeah, and we'll get yeah. to that when we I'm get sure to the Bears. Sure, he'll introduce himself a time or two. Yeah. Um. Actually, don't they do they start the year they out with the Bears? Start the year out with him. So that'll yeah. be that'll be fun to it's see. In Green Bay. Okay. So he'll get to see him twice a uh, twice a year, and he'll get to see him the very first week. They have the season. two divisional games, actually. They play the Vikings week two. So that those two first games could be huge for three. Green Bay. They start out 2-0. Oh, that's massive for them <laughs> in the division <laughs> yeah. with two divisional games. Um, if no one else has anything else to add about the Packers, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and I think we can go, uh, go on to the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of talk 
lot to talk about there as well. So we'll be right back. Purple rain. Oh. Purple rain. I can honestly listen to this for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, especially if Ryan's song. singing it. It's weird because we're not at Waffle House. This is usually like the first Waffle House song we play. We go on the jukebox. Anyway. Yeah, way to, to be show. on target. Yeah, back to the show. Uh, as Ryan was so poorly singing Prince's version of Purple Rain. <laughs> To get us started with the Minnesota Vikings, um, we kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the show with, of course, most obvious thing, uh, change with Minnesota as Kirk Cousins coming in and replacing Case Keenum as the starting quarterback uh, last year, losing uh, in the NFC Championship, right, to the Eagles after the Minnesota Miracle or the Minneapolis, Minneapolis Miracle beating the Saints on that final play. Is it Stefan Diggs catching it on the sideline? Yep. Yeah. Where all the guy had to do was just push him out of bounds. He just, he, he just kind of whiffed. He just the uh, the, the call by Joe Buck. The call by Joe Buck and Troy Aikman is fantastic. <laughs> They're just baffled by the play. But anyway, um, Elliot, we'll start with you this time. What are your expectations of the newly led Minnesota Vikings? Of course, they had the same head coach Zimmer. Um, they got a lot of their pieces back. Some. Big surprise year from players like Adam Thielen, big year. Stephon Diggs, big year. They're going to have their running back from Florida State back from a torn ACL injury. they got Dalvin Cook back. Uh, and then, of course, the studs that they have on defense. So with the Packers, Bears, and Lions, what do you expect for the Vikings to do this year? I have super high expectations for the Vikings <clears throat> this year. As you said, they literally retained their whole team. And they're adding Kirk Cousins, getting Dalvin Cook back who looked awesome while he was on the field for that first, what, game? I think he got hurt in the first, yeah. what, first game? Uh, Cook? Yeah. yeah. Fourth game. Fourth game. Okay. So, for the first couple of games, he looked awesome. I mean, this – He was actually – he was leading the league in rushing through the first three games of the season. As you said, if you can replace – this year. If you can replace anyway. Case Keenum with Kirk Cousins, <laughs> you feel pretty good about your chances. This, this defense was already elite. They have stars at every level of the defense. The, the literal only – question mark on this team is the offensive line and that's not even that big of a question mark I mean they're solid all the way around mm-hmm. coaching staff solid Zimmer I really like him as a coach yep um, former Cowboys Kirk, coach just throw that in there I think Kirk's going to provide is. more of a vertical <laughs> threat to this passing game uh, more than Case Keenum did which I think will highlight Stefan Diggs a bit more in this offense I think he'll be featured a bit more this year um, you saw in Washington Kirk loved to throw to the tight end so him and Kyle Rudolph a big target should a pretty good tight end at that, early. too. Yeah, absolutely. Good touchdown machine. Um, I, as I said, I think the sky's the limit for this team. I think your NFC odds-on favorites should be the Vikings and the Rams starting off the season. I, I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but I really think they're going to regress this year. So I think these are my top two teams, uh, with the Vikings and Rams being very close in that regard. So really injuries is the only thing I see slowing this team down. I, I get you've got Aaron Rodgers in the in the division. You have an improving Bears team. You have Matthew Stafford in the Lions, but I just think the Vikings are that much better than each of those three teams. That I mean, they may slip up a game or two to one of those guys, but I see them running through this, this division pretty cleanly. Mm. So you don't think, you think maybe that there's a good chance that they could sweep the Packers and the Bears and the Lions? Oh, I think it's a great oh, chance. Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. I know I Robbie had mentioned that to us before. We were 
I remember the exact conversation, which actually kind of got the show started. We had this big conversation on the Metro, I think, mm-hmm. coming back from Caps game. the Caps game. Yep. And that woman behind us was listening. And we were talking, Robbie was talking about putting a bunch of money on the Vikings sweeping the Packers. Yeah. I think me and you kind of stood up for Rodgers there. And uh, Robbie was big on the Vikings. Yeah. And yeah. not very big on the which Packers. Which I'm big on the Vikings too, which you'll hear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I, I did. I mean, I just think it's kind of foolish to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So. so you're thinking 13 wins is definitely a possibility here. Yeah, I think, I think they win at least 12. I think 13 mm-hmm. is very likely. I do. I, I really like the Vikings this year. I'll go ahead and get mine out there. I, I'm. I was going to go 13 as well. However, I like I said. I believe strongly in Rodgers. I, I think. I don't think there's any way they sweep the Packers. So I think there's a loss there. I'll, I'll put it this way. I think they should be favored in each of their divisional games. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna. I if I was to put a number on it, I'd go 12. I had 11 for Green Bay, so that automatically puts the, that division as really good and an automatic wild card. So yeah. I see the pack. I have the Packers and the Vikings making the playoffs. I'll go 12 for the Vikings. Um, I think Cousins is going to add some excitement to the offense. I think he's also going to add some turnovers, which Case Keenum had some turnovers as well. So I'm not really sure if that's really a, a any kind of letdown. Um, and plus, they're going to have that running game with Dalvin Cook back. Uh, I'm, I'm also a big fan of Mike Zimmer. They also added another coach to their staff, Terrence William or Terrence Terrence Newman. Excuse Terrence, me, Terrence retired, Newman retired yes. and is going to join the <laughs> coaching staff there. Um, they have one of my favorite safeties, uh, not just because of his awesome name, but because he's a pretty good, solid player. And uh, Anderson Deho, I really like him. Um, uh, I saw the other day he is the oldest player on their roster now at 31 years old. He's Brian, that's insane. Old. Brian Robeson was cut. Yeah, that's yesterday. insane. He's been on their um, team since like 2007. I love how physical their team is. Uh, at the, me and Aaron were talking about it earlier, how close they were even just a couple years ago to making a big push when their kicker missed that field goal mm-hmm. in the cold game against Seattle. That's right. But I, I expect big things from this year's too. And if they if they win 12 games in that division, then that means they're for real and they can actually make a real uh, push yeah. to the Super Bowl. So um, I have high expectations for them. I'm going to have them win the division barely. I'm going to have the Packers right behind them uh, with the wild card spot. But I think barring injury, I think it's time to really push the expectations to a different level with the Vikings. Aaron? Uh, I really I agree with everything that you all are saying. I, to me, I think the Vikings may be the most balanced team across the board in the league. Yeah. Uh, improved quarterback play coming this year, I believe. One of the best receiving duos in the league, a good tight end. Uh, one of the best rushing duos in the league with Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. Uh, it really taking a lot of goal line snaps uh, this year. You had touched that, uh, touched on the Sandejo being the oldest player on this roster. So it's a young team as long as they can keep everybody together, uh, contract wise. They're basically all in their primes. Yeah, they're all in their primes. This team is you know ready to to do big things now. I think, uh, which means their window is short if it, they're all in their it, primes because they're, be. they're not going to be able to pay. Yeah, they're right. not, it's you know, similar to maybe how Seattle, Seattle was. I mean, yep. these guys, you know, they perform. And they're in their primes. They can make a lot more money elsewhere. Um, but uh, with that being said, I think that this team definitely could win 12 to 13 games, even in a very tough division, one of the best divisions of football, in my opinion, if not the best. Um, I think that 
Again, this team is just so balanced with a, a number one corner, lockdown corner on the outside with Xavier Rhodes. Uh, they could, you know, they can lock up uh, a team's best wide receiver and have good enough pass rush up front with just their front line to be able to get after the quarterbacks and make life a uh, living nightmare back there in the pocket for quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, but uh, again, young, they fly around to the ball, really fast team. Uh, I, I, again, I, I like their coaching staff. This is this is my Super Bowl pick this year. I, I have them representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, and I, I don't I don't really think it's that bold of a prediction. Even though the NFC is loaded with talent, with a lot of talented teams, I just think that again, I think this is the, the most uh, balanced team in the league. I think I, I'd love for them to really uh, make a statement. This I think year. the most popular Super Bowl picks for the NFC is probably the in order: the Eagles, the Rams, and the Vikings. Yeah. And I would agree. So I, I, I mean, I, th- I think it's still pretty bold because of, it's been a while since the Vikings have been there. I think they haven't been to the Super Bowl since Fran, right? Tarkenton. Yeah, Tarkenton took them. I think to. And I'm not sure they won that one. And I'm not sure they have they ever won a Super Bowl. They've never have. I think they've been to three or three or. By the way, beautiful uniforms. Yeah. Beautiful uniforms. Nice helmets. <laughs> nice stadium. Um, let's throw it to Ryan O'Ryan. Does Ron O'Ryan have anything to say about the Purple People Eaters? Well, I have a tremendous about to say about them. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to say is they're, I'm they're, all ears. they're a solid team. Okay, I'll give them that. But y'all are giving them way too much credit. you got to look at their leader. They've got Kirk Cousins, oh, who now, now, you know what? Is Maybe a, we shouldn't. No, he's no. coming after. If me. did you invite him on the show? Because he's going to. He's about. If we're, to if we're looking at quarterbacks through a one through ten scale, and you've got Brady and Rodgers at a ten, Kirk Cousins falls in there at about a four point eight. Oh my! He is. He has not proven anything. He's not an accomplished quarterback. Because he has a. Sh- and, I, I, and I, I, I don't I, care I, I, about his team. You can give him a good team. The Vikings are a great team. Okay. They're about but, as good as a team as he's yeah, going to get. Yeah. That, he couldn't have got a better team, but he's not a good quarterback. And oh, that's, just, that's just all it boils down to. And a team is only as good as their leader. I mean, oh. look at LeBron James. He led a oh, – I'm glad we God. saved oh, – Look, look I, I hate LeBron James, okay? Oh, hate him. But you got to give credit where credit's due. He led a team full of wheelchair-bound potatoes. <laughs> okay. So, a great leader – can lead it, can you know, take it to the finals? Yeah, that's true. And it does not matter how what? good the Vikings are, there is no chance that the Vikings, with whatever Kirk Cousins at the helm, there is no shot that they got a chance against Aaron Rodgers. No shot, no universe that they even come close. <laughs> We're gonna throw it over to Ty Coma to defend his dignity. Oh, god, this There's... is this is probably Ty's favorite player in the whole league, and he's not even on his favorite team anymore. Yeah. If you if you rank somebody, okay, I, I'd say Kirk is out of a one to ten. Here, here's what I'm no throw the one to ten out. Okay, think about it in percentages. If if look at Chuck Norris, okay, he's like ninety eight percent male, two percent female. Okay, Kirk Cousins is like fifty one percent male, forty nine percent female. He's like barely over the edge. Okay, I, I he's always, up there with Tom Brady wearing Uggs. We're not even gonna talk about him. I always thought that Kirk was a good comparison. Kind of to Romo. They put up good numbers. It was they they terrible. put up good regular seasons, but when it comes down to that game or that that bad interception, they always seem to throw the pick at the wrong time. And it's always well, the defense wasn't good that year, or the running game wasn't good that year, or yeah, and he all, had to play from behind. But it's always something. And, yeah, in all seriousness, that keeps my, them from winning playoff games. My like 
Let me get this Dog. out there real quick. And right. I, real quick. I love Romo as much as anybody. I'm not okay. I'm not going to go out there and say that Kirk is is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady that he can win without a defense. I'm, I'm not going to say that. But when you have the defense that we have had in Washington for years, years, it's, I will forever defend this man. I will forever defend him because I am sick and tired of these people saying, "Oh, well, he's got to lead us down the field." Yet again to score our 38th point of the game when we've given up 35. Detroit I'm Lions. Sick and tired Detroit Lions. of watching 38 point ball games just go to waste. You know we put up 38 and lose 42 38. It's BS. Man. I think I was a good sick and tired if you have, of if you put up 24 points, I think if you're a good team, you should win the game. Exactly. 24 we, should win the game. I want to show you the stats because at one point last year I looked it up and just checking out 24 points. 24 points? Uh, is we, that fair? Is that the, shouldn't that be like the magic number? If your I'm, I'm going to look it up after this. And you got a good defense, you should win the game. I'm like going to look it up after this, but I'm almost positive we held a team to 24 or less points three or four times last year. That's it. That's bad. I'm almost positive of that. So, well, this that is, just tells you how bad our defense was. This is his year to show that he's an upper-level quarterback. No, this is, because this is, he, he's got the team to oh, make now, a run now. So, so is it, the pressure on him now? The pressure's he, on him now because he, 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 he don't have an excuse. Okay? Exactly. I don't he's think always had an excuse. They don't get to the now, NFC Championship, it's, the it's a, bust. a failure. Yeah, I agree. Here's my thing. He made a lot of mistakes in crucial times, and it looked like he was playing careful a lot of the time. I wonder if part of that was <coughs> him playing for his contract. If him and his agent sit back and say, hey, we need these numbers, this is why they're getting paid. I think now if he's being paid, does does he take that step forward and just relax and play football now? But Mike well, we Zimmer – got to find that out. Don't know, Mike, you don't, you don't know how he's going to react. You can't you can't rank him as an upper-level no, quarterback no, no, to no, improve himself. That. I'm yeah. saying that. I, I'd like to see if he takes that step forward. Right now, he's middle of the run with an up-level team. I can tell you right now, he's going to throw for 4,800 yards and 30 touchdowns this year. Until he hits. 4,800 yards, 30 touchdowns. They're going to win the Super Bowl. (coughs) His interceptions will still be in the double digits. He'll still throw 12 12 interceptions. He'll throw 12 interceptions, but he'll have 30 touchdowns to go along with it. He'll have a stellar defense. They're going to win 13 games. I I was so ready to put them at 14, almost 15 games, but I'm looking at this schedule, and they've got some bugaboo games. They've got a game at the Rams. They've got the game at the Eagles. And those are the games that they got to win. Yeah, they've got some tough ones. Um, They've also got a game in December. They've got a game against the Patriots in um, Foxborough. And December. That could be the telling game if they're for a game real. in Seattle mm. in December. So it's cold. It's freezing cold there. So that's not going to be these easy games all along the way. But I think he sweeps uh, the Lions. I think he sweeps the Bears. And you know, the more and more we talk about it, I think he's got a really good chance to sweep the Packers. Um, I I wouldn't bet on it, um, but. Uh, I think they've got a chance to do that. I think they beat the 49ers week one. They've got teams like the Bills and the Dolphins. Yes, Evan, the Dolphins that will be a walkover team. Uh, They play the Cardinals, who should be better this year, but still not quite there. The Jets are probably going to have the youngest quarter starting quarterback um, in their history, right, with Darnold being 21 years old, supposed to be the starter. I believe so. Um, Yeah, because they traded Teddy. Yep, they traded Teddy. So, um, I think this is the best team in the league. I think 13 wins this year. Best team um, in the league? Wow. Yeah, oh yeah. So they're both I'm saying they're winning the Super Bowl. I, I am saying that. I'm saying I'm making a bunch of bold There's predictions here. Pick for the I'm year. making a bunch of bold predictions for the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Okay? They're going to win 13 ball games. 
Kirk's going to go throw for 4,800 yards and 30 touchdowns. It seems like now, unless you're the Patriots, you have a two or three year window to win a Super Bowl when you have a good quarterback that's still not under a max deal. Yep. And you still have, like Aaron said, talent all over the place that's in their prime before everybody wants that paycheck and you start losing people. I think like the, the Seahawks. Reason, the reason that we always looked at Kirk's interceptions, okay? Um, the reason we always looked at them is because they always seem to come back to haunt the skins, okay? With a good defense, I think he's going to be able to get away with some careless picks. Well, yeah, he had to almost play perfect. He had to play perfect to with the skins' <laughs> defense to win. You, you really did. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to go back and look up these numbers and tell you how many times we held a team to less than 24 points. And I can guarantee you it ain't many. So quickly, Aaron or Elliot, one of you can take this team. We might just do it to where one of you take this team, the other one will take the next team. But uh, if one of you want to go quickly into fantasy, um, I know we're running a little over, but we had some good uh, we had some good talk and conversation about this team. If you want to go over just some of the key fantasy players, either one of you can take this one, and then the next one can take uh, the Bears. All right, I'll take this one. So obviously, as Ty said, I think Kirk Cousins has a big year. Um, I think he's definitely within the top ten quarterbacks, probably pushing top seven, eight quarterbacks for fantasy this year. Not real life quarterback, fantasy quarterback. Um, it's a, it's just a great situation. He's his team's going to be put in a in positive game environment with the defense giving them good field position. So he should be a touchdown producing machine. So I think you're going to want Kirk Cousins. You're going to want Stephon Diggs. I prefer Diggs slightly over Thielen this year. As I said, I think Kirk. There's a better deep ball than Keenum, so I think Diggs's skills will suit that better. Uh, Thielen's going to work the slot more. You're going to have Rudolph, as I said, I think will be a nice touchdown producer. Weather's not so, an issue either, right? That's an indoor. Indoors now. Indoor yeah. uh, Ty mentioned they had a few cold weather games late in the season, which may play a factor, but but I think that's where Dalvin Cook comes into. Dalvin exactly, Dalvin Cook, right. excellent running back, can well, catch out of the backfield, him. run between the tackles, outside the tackles, just a complete all-around back. Um, I really don't think there's a bad pick on this offense fantasy-wise. I, I think you want the two receivers, you want the tight end, you want the quarterback, you want the running back. You even want Latavius Murray, the second running back on this team, because he's going to have a role. He's a big back. They love him down inside the 10, inside the 20, where he can just bruise people up and bulldoze his way in the end zone. It's just I, I love this team in real life and in fantasy this year. I think Murray could score eight touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I really think that's Almost a, sounds like how oh, – And I didn't even touch on the defense. I uh, – this is probably the, I don't know, second. I know I'm going to get roasted for it. This is probably the second or third defense off the board as well if you're playing a defensive team league. So, obviously, Dalvin Cook is a lot better than member Julius Jones. Yes. But he My said, God. no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to draw Julius. Actually, you might actually <laughs> like this player. I feel like this is a player you would have actually didn't hate. They're, he's talking about maybe seven or eight touchdowns for their backup, Latavius Murray. There was a year where Marion Barber was actually a better running back than our starter. Because he had all the touchdowns as back, backup when Barber was the goal line back. So that, that kind of just kind of reminded me of that. I like those backup guys who get in there, they, they do their job, and they get those touchdowns. Kind of like a throwback, Linda, throwback Linda name, Liddell, Liddell Betts. Liddell Betts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like you got something Liddell really quick? Oh, yeah. We're pushing. Uh, so, so let's go here. Uh, Steelers gave up 38 points last year We in a loss. Lost to the Cowboys where we gave up 27. Okay, I want you guys to keep under the 24 and under – on your on your fingers, okay? So that's zero so far. Okay, gave up 27 to the Giants in a win. Okay, this one shouldn't count. We gave up 20 to the Browns. Okay, that doesn't count. You can't you cannot count that. They lost every game. We gave up 10 to the Ravens. Again. That, that counts. That counts. Okay, there's one. Team. 
Wow, we actually beat the Eagles last year, twenty-seven twenty. Okay, that's a good. So there's win. two. Lost seventeen twenty. Tied twenty-seven twenty-seven. That's bad. To the yeah. Bengals. That's really bad. Yeah, I was in London, wasn't it? Yes, yes. That was last year. Yeah. Huh? No, this is sixteen. What the? Yeah, heck? I thought. I thought I remember that game. Okay. Hold we'll on. come. We'll come ah, back to. Come on. Come we'll, on. We'll come back Sorry. to. You. you know we do an NFC East show, and we're already already. I'm planning for that one to go over time. Um, we are. I'm gonna take a quick break though. We're at 20 minutes for the. That was that was a good segment though. When we come back, we can decide. We've got we've got an input here. Oh, right. we got another input from right. Ryan. So I'm gonna keep it quick. I'm gonna add on what Ty is saying. Okay. I don't care the numbers that you've put up in regular season games. All right. He has. You know, he's got the potential, okay, and he's got the team to do it. But until you've done it in the playoffs and you've went the distance, you haven't proved anything. Okay? I don't think that's what he's saying. Time. I yeah. think this is – Yeah, yeah, like this is the year that, that he's going to prove it, okay. So he might show that he's pressure. an upper-level quarterback. Yeah. But he's got to deal with the pressure, and he's got to deal with making a run. And until he does that, I'm not giving him any credit. Okay, I'm not saying he – I would like to see him do it this year. But I was just looking it up. They have all their key players except for Anthony Barr signed through 2021. They've got a window here. Anthony Barr's contract is up after this year, so that's a big one. I'm not, I hope they have enough money to keep him because he's an outstanding linebacker. So, But if they have all those key players in place for the next three years, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with all, all three of those years. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about – I don't know. Let's go with the Chicago Bears. Let's mix it up when we come back. Talk about the Bears. I really enjoy this song. It was a yeah. good find. Uh, that was James. So, uh, one of our spectators comes in with a very clutch song. Anything by Frank Sinatra is usually pretty good. So, as Mr. Sinatra said, we're going to talk about Chicago. Uh, they're in the news big time this week. Uh, made the deal for Khalil Mack, who I think uh, a lot of us kind of saw leaving that team soon. And again, thanks to James for bringing up the numbers. Uh, so, uh, the Khalil Mack, who had who never did show up to camp and or played for the Raiders, who just got with John Gruden, and from what I understood, they never even met or talked. Um, and Gruden <laughs> talked afterwards. And Gruden said today, really? Gruden said today that he tried his best to do what they could do to get him back. Yeah, right. <laughs> John Gruden yeah, right. is not the kind of guy who goes out of his way to make amends with people. I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, thanked, he thanked Khalil Mack for being a great Raider. <laughs> now that's, that, that's being up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shortly after the Bears traded for him, they signed him to a deal that beat Aaron Donald's deal the day before. Um, and I got the numbers right here. He's got six years, 140 million, 141 million, 90 of it is guaranteed. Um, so about 22 and a half million dollars a year. That just surpassed, or is right up there with Aaron Donald's. Um, and now, so he's up there with uh, Donald, Von Miller, Demarcus Lawrence, Zeke Ansah. Uh, Fletcher Cox and Olivier Vernon. So, very talented young player that can uh, help stout this new defense. Um, is definitely going to add a lot of pressure to quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, uh, and Kirk Cousins. So, is the addition of Cleo Mack maybe the second year now of Mitch Trubisky? Um, I think I, I look for some improvement in him, but 
Um, and you know what? Someone's going to have to refresh me on their coach. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Okay. Um, so what what are the expectation, expectations now that they have what I think is the second or third most important position in football as a good pass rusher? Um, what can we expect from the Bears this year? Aaron, I'll start off with you this time. Uh, I, I think the Bears are actually going to be a, a pretty solid team. I mean, uh, I think football is better when the Bears are a good team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's in a they're in a major market. Uh, and, and, Strong mean, believer in the major market thing. That's yeah. that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, big uh, major market team. I think uh, they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. I think uh, what's really going to depend on how well they do this year is Mr. Trubisky. Can he make that uh, second year leap this mm-hmm. year with? Uh, it's honestly it's a pretty talented team offensively for uh, Trubisky, uh, bringing Allen Robinson uh, in over from Jacksonville. Uh, also Taylor Gabriel, uh, former Atlanta Falcon. Uh, a good running game, I believe, with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, yeah. Uh, a good offensive line. I think adding Mack to an already solid front seven uh, and a decent uh, secondary, I, I think that this team could – I, even though they're in a very tough division, they they could win nine games. I don't think it's out. I think of, that's a huge win for them. If I, they get nine I, I games. think I think that's their ceiling is nine. But yeah. I think that even if they would, you know, fall short of expectations and finish around like a, a seven and nine is much improved on where they finished that last year. And I think that they would be a solid seven and nine team, a team that could you know take anybody to the brink and, and beat anyone on any given night. But uh. uh Trubisky, is, I think that is the biggest wild card for me. I, I wasn't very impressed with him last year, to be honest with you. And I, I think it, they didn't have a very good offensive scheme. They didn't have a lot of help for him uh, at the receiving position. And I think they were like third, uh, I think third fewest amount of plays run per game last year. And I think uh, bringing in Matt Nagy, uh, Andy Reid, uh, protege. Uh, I, I believe that uh, they'll run a lot more plays this year. I think the offense will be a lot more up-tempo. I think John Fox, with the offense that he had uh, while in Chicago, is kind of an outdated offense, mm-hmm. to, be, uh, to be honest. I think kind of similar to uh, how Jeff Fisher was holding back the uh, Rams' offense. Oh, my God, that was, that was the most obvious thing ever. They just made a complete turnaround as soon as Jeff Fisher left. <laughs> so I, I, I look for the Bears to be pretty solid this year. I, I say that – they're talented enough to where they could finish nine and seven, but I, I'm gonna say that they make an improvement on last year's uh, last year's record. I, I say they finish at seven and nine, uh, a decent team with a lot of a uh, lot of future ahead. You mentioned uh, Matt Nagy being a, a pro or coming from the Andy Reid coaching tree, and Andy Reid I thought was always known for producing good running backs and using them. Mm-hmm. I always think of like Brian Westbrook and now Kareem Hunt or. Uh, before Hunt, it was Jamal um, Charles. Jamal Charles. So he's got two talented running backs to work with, with Howard um, and Tariq Cohen. Uh, Ty, what do you think about the Bears uh, with the upcoming season now that they have Khalil Mack added to that defense? Yeah, I don't want to make too big of a, you know, a jump. Uh, it seems to be a lot of people when uh, there's a big free agent signing of, of that nature that people like to freak out and think that one player is going to change the entire outlook. They are going to be better. Um, this is a team that, like you said, Aaron, 7-9 and nine is probably where they'll finish up. They're going to be one of those teams that um, they're a little bit scary to take on sometimes because you never know which Bears team could show up. Uh, I think uh, – Uncertainty at quarterback too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you don't know about uh, 
you don't know about Mitch Trubisky yet. That whole situation last year was really weird with Mike Glennon. I did not like how they did that at all. Uh-huh. And then drafting Trubisky. But they gave Glennon a lot of money, too, to be the starter, and then they drafted Yeah, that Trubisky. was a big waste of money. Mm-hmm. Where's he at now? Mike Glennon? Yeah. Um, I think he's selling burgers at the local burger thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, I, he's I still in the league. But, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure he's. He's I'm one not of the sure highest paid backups. That yeah. dude is making a great living for himself. Yep. Did what? An subpar average job um, with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. a few years back, and then ever since then has earned so much money. Yeah. Um, but the uh, going back to the Bears, they won't uh, have a shortage of exciting players to watch with the additions of um, Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, and Trey, uh, Taylor Gabriel. Um, I think they're going to be they're going to be fun. Um, Roquan Smith Smith is an intriguing interior linebacker to watch this year. He was very very highly sought after in the draft. Um, yeah, it's seven and nine, but it's going to be one of those teams that you know. The thing I always like to go back and think about is like if you're picking in the suicide leagues. You ever seen those where you have mm-hmm. to pick a different team to mm-hmm. win each each week um, to, and be like the last ones left or. Whatever it may be, I, the Bears are going to be one of those teams that you're just scared to pick against. Yeah, I think I think last year you would feel comfortable oh, picking yeah. teams against the, the Bears. The Bears for the past yeah. few years, you've been like, okay, well, you see them, especially in fantasy. Like, yeah, I oh, wouldn't I wouldn't poke the bear this year. Right. Yeah. You, oh, you got the Bears this year. You got the <laughs> yeah, Bears this week. I got that one. Yeah, <laughs> I got that one. You got the Bears yeah. this week. I'm starting that quarterback against the Bears, but um, it's not going to it's not going to be that way this year. But uh, I, I say third third in the division. I think they finish higher than. The, the Lions? Lions, I really do. And that, to me, I think that's a pretty good jump. Yeah. You know, to not finish last, especially with the two teams in front of them, especially if you can steal a game or two from one of those top two the teams. The thing is, whoever finishes last in this division does not mean by by any means, I don't think either one of the two between the Lions or the Bears are a bad team. I, no, I think no. both of them are very respectable teams. It's so just you, a really it, tough it's division. Just a tough so division. you could be last, but still not finish with less than six wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think either one of those teams could finish at a... Well, like, I don't think anybody... He could finish six and... I, I don't think anybody wins five or less. I think they they win. They all win at least six. Five, yeah, okay. Which is which would probably make it the best division, I would think, yeah. if everybody has at least six wins. Elliot? I'm, I'm right with these guys on this. As, as you said, Trubisky is the big question mark. Mm-hmm. Does he take that leap? Because he has the talent around him. Uh, I do question with him learning his second system in as many years if if that can have an effect. Half, on yeah, him. yeah. Um, but as as Aaron said, they add Allen Robinson, um, they add Trey Burton, they add Khalil Mack on the defensive side of the ball when the front seven was already pretty stout last year. And Roquan uh, Smith. They add Roquan Smith as well. Um, I've heard he may not start at the beginning of the year because he was late to camp. They were late getting his deal done I think whatever. he was the last rookie to sign his yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I actually was 100% with his side. Did you guys hear why he was holding out of camp? There I was didn't something know. in his contract to where the Bears wouldn't – he would lose money in his contract if he got fined for this new helmet policy. And the Bears were the only team out there that was doing that. I, and I only found out about it because uh, I heard Michael Wilbon talk about it on PTI. Oh, he's so, a Chicago guy. Yeah, he is. So he kept up to date with it. And he was very adamant of how the, the Bears botched that whole situation about him losing money for for years, how we were telling people how to tackle. Yeah. You know, uh, was putting the head right in that mix that midsection, not having your head down, but your head could be up. And now the head's not supposed to be leading at all. Mm-hmm. And so they were saying some, there was something in his contract about him getting fined or not getting – and that an incentive if he was 
to get uh, penalized for that or suspended or whatever, and, I, and they didn't agree with that. But anyway. Yeah, I actually didn't know that at all. That's I'm completely on his side. Yeah, as well, that's. But as I was saying, to his uh, agent. I think if you were going to make some kind of stipulation in his contract, why would you even draft him? Yeah, uh, props to his agent for for that. I mean, training camp is really important, especially his age. But talented player. Yeah, true. Uh, as I've said, I think this all lies on the Nagy Trubisky relationship. Uh, I'm like Aaron. I think they'll do a little bit more hurry up, a little more up tempo, maybe some bootlegs, get Trubisky out in space to use some of the natural athleticism he has. So make him feel more comfortable in what he's doing and. He's got awesome targets to throw the ball to. They also drafted Anthony Miller, who I think is going to be an, an exciting rookie receiver um, to go along with Gabriel and Robinson and Burton. Um, they've also got Tariq Cohen, who can line up all over the field, be kind of a gadget player. I, with, I think him, with him and Miller, that's that's two really impressive gadget players that I think they could use early and often. Yeah, it's, it's this is going to be an impressive team. I liked what Aaron said is you're not going to want to see this team on the schedule. This is This is going to be a tough out every single week. I don't care who they're playing. Um, I could, e- I, I see them stealing at least one game off the Lions. I think those two will be battling it out for last place in the in the division. But as Aaron said, that does not mean that they're a bad team at all. I think they could finish second, maybe even first in some divisions. It's gonna be league. like messing with uh, Dewey the Bear. You have to come up with a Spumoni. <laughs> now we're gonna go to the master of this team, Ron Ryan. Well, this segment has went on for 11 minutes and 50 seconds, and that's 11 minutes and 50 seconds of my life that I will never get back because I'm still sitting here trying to figure out why we spent that amount of time talking about the Browns, okay? That's like talking about Page Count Bears, whatever it is. That's that's how little I'm Folks, interested just, in just this. Folks, just to clarify. That's like, no, 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 no. That's like talking about – about five in. <laughs> That's like talking about Page County football with Jimmy Painter leading the I'm not sure that's... Oh, Page County football, 2-0. Uh, yeah, Page County's 2-0 right the win over Nelson. All I'm saying is that the only positive note they have is Mike Dicka leading the helm. Besides for that, they are absolutely... <laughs> We're going to skip over Ryan O'Ryan for this segment and go straight to Ty Homer. Uh, we already talked about the, the, the Bears, but... Uh... Much I, could, I could reiterate if you would like. Oh, that's right. We yeah, did. We I, did go. So we're all the way through the table. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're I think good. I. The only. I'm not sure. I went too in depth, but. Uh, Ain't much to talk about. <laughs> I. I don't have as much faith. I. I think that the Bears Four will wins. finish fourth. I'm. I'm going. I don't know. I. I'm, I'm at about five wins. I five think, or six. Yeah. I that, think that, the, that's the ceiling of the skyscraper of the Eiffel Tower, right? There. I think they're somewhere between six and eight wins. I, but I, here's the thing: if if Trubisky plays well and this coach thing works out, what if it's like the Rams? I'm not saying they're going to come win 13 games. But what if they come out and win? Very nine similar or 10 situation, games? isn't it? We were I mean, not sold on Jared Goff. Jared Goff. No, was he was terrible mark, the first year. And then boom, Sean McVay happened. That's actually a very good point. I mean, what if that? What if they come out and win 10 games, especially in that division? Very fair point. In the well, division, I, it I would shock me. Would, I think if you would see another Aaron Rodgers injury this year, absolutely the Bears could finish second in that division. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to go too high on, but I think I think we should definitely keep in mind that and it's if happened Kirk before. Turns out to be as bad as Rhino Ryan made him out to be. Then yeah, definitely finish second. <laughs> <laughs> He's down on everybody. Yeah, he is. I'm not sure if he you, you has gotta anybody. you got to prove yourself. Do you have I mean, anybody winning more than 10 games? He year? hasn't proved himself yet, okay? When he proves himself, all right, I'll give it to him. But uh, he hasn't He hasn't proved yet. himself. And of course, I'm he's only started maybe 10 games in the, in the exactly. league. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't talk about him like he's this, you know, Peyton Manning. 
<laughs> sure if I heard a Manning reference anywhere. Okay. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take an okay. He actually has two Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you talk about who and he doesn't wear Uggs. Whoever, yeah, if you talk about whoever the uh, better Manning is, it's going to be interesting once their careers are all set. Well, I mean, Eli's Let, career is set and done. Well, everybody knows Peyton was a better quarterback, but if you look back, Super Bowl. Let's man. take two or Super three Bowl. minutes and let Aaron walk us through some of the the. If you if you still haven't drafted or or if you're if you have drafted and there are some trade targets out there or some free agents, we'll give Aaron a couple minutes to go over um, some highlights uh, for fantasy for the Chicago Bears. Ty and I have one draft le- left this week. That's right. Going up Tuesday. Yeah, we also have uh, a, a few of us here have a draft tomorrow uh, at one of Robbie's leagues actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, around four o'clock. I assume it's but my as far as the Bears, I think this is going to be a better real life situation uh, team than what it will be a fantasy situation. Uh, I, I really like Jordan Howard this year. I actually, you know, really was uh, targeting him heavily in one of the drafts we had this year. Uh, he's finished um, with over a thousand yards rushing the last two seasons, uh, a top twelve running back both years, and that's with having John Fox as his head coach, not running many plays, third fewest plays run per game last year. Uh, with Matt Nagy being there, I believe that they'll run a lot more plays, uh, a good defense, so they should be able to have some positive game scripts, uh, and they'll be they'll have to be running the ball. I think to not only uh, keep Trubisky upright at times, even though they do have a good line, but I, I think more so to keep him comfortable, uh, not have him. To, I don't think they want Trubisky to throw the ball thirty times a game in order to beat people. Howard's going to get fed early and often, and uh, one other name that I, I'm really High on this year in drafts, if you haven't drafted yet, is Trey Burton. Uh, when Zach Ertz uh, last year missed time uh, with any kind of injuries, uh, Trey Burton really stepped up, played really well, uh, was paid handsomely uh, for those uh, flashes that he showed last year in Ertz's uh, absence. Uh, I, I think that you know with Nagy coming over from Kansas City, he wants to uh, filter that offense through their running backs and through their tight ends. Uh, I look for Trey Burton to have a really nice year. Um, I think comparable, I think t- uh, target share, he could see upwards to where you would saw, uh, see in the past few years with Travis Kelsey getting a big target share percentage. If, out of any of the pass catchers on this team, uh, Trey Burton is the one I want. Well, it makes sense you brought up Travis Kelsey because Nagy came from the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He's the one who fed Kelsey, especially in the second half of the season when he took over play calling duties. Yeah, I, I think Burton or, or I think Burton is – uh, you're actually getting a really good discount on him right now. I think I know in ESPN rankings he's around like the tenth tight end. If if you if you're about to draft and you miss out on a tight end early, uh, if, if Burton's sitting there like eighth eighth or ninth round and you haven't gotten a tight end yet, I would be perfectly happy with having my starting tight end being Trey Burton. Actually, I, I uh, you know kind of fell in that same kind of situation in one of our leagues. Uh, I, I think he's going to have a really good year. One more team left in the NFC North, and that is the Detroit Lions. So once we come back from our last break, we'll get into the Lions. I wish this was broadcasted with like a television. We've got one of our folks here. Seems to be getting into our song. A little more unusual. And you know what? We passed on a couple great songs for this. So Ryan, I hope you're I hope you're happy that this made it into the podcast. 
In the jungle is where the Lions are, the last place team in the NFL. <laughs> Which NFL. makes no sense. He just bashed the Bears. <laughs> He's down on everyone. <laughs> in what we think is one of the better Super, divisions in Ryan's football. Super Bowl winner is going to have ten wins after after all the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> imagine how. Imagine what his thoughts Nobody's are. Nobody's winning games. Any, no. Any. So what do we think is like the worst division? Because imagine what he thinks about AFC East. Oh, this division has yeah. two teams oh, yeah. that are okay and two teams that I would scrape off the bottom of my shoe and use. God, that's just really hard. The AFC East, for sure. They have the oh, Jets, yeah. the Dolphins, and the Bills. Yeah, that's pretty Again, when we did our AFC East breakdown, I, I said that the Patriots would have more wins than the other three teams combined. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Lions then. Um, Matt Stafford, still the quarterback there. Um, really, I'm not sure... About I'm trying to think of key additions this year. I guess the biggest key addition would be Matt Patricia, which is what I was about to say. Um, He's not going to have the – I guess iconics a little much, but I always think of Matt Patricia, that big red windbreaker that he always wore in the backwards hat with the pencil in his ear. Mm -hmm. He always had that look in in New England. So I think that's what I'm most uh, intrigued about, to see how Patricia does on his own as the top dog coming off that Bill Belichick tree and – that's about as good as a tree as you can come off of. So I'm hoping that I tell you what, it hasn't worked it, out. It, it hasn't worked no, out. For I listened to Colin Cow or uh, Colin. Josh McDaniels Colin didn't Josh work out. One of them. Colin yeah. Coward the other day, and he said, "Yeah, it just hasn't really worked out for a lot of the people that have left yet." So yeah, and I don't we'll see. Really he's got this. a couple. He's got a couple out there now. He's got Vrabel with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting his first. Uh, I think it was a good hire. Shows. I like both of the hires. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think we could also talk about this. McDaniels was about to be a tried again on his own with the Colts and backed out at the last second. That was weird. Yeah. That was a weird uh, situation. That was a little fishy. But anyway, um, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm Ryan's distracted. Stripping. Ryan just took his pants off. <laughs> pants are off, ladies and gentlemen. Is, this is not Howard Stern. I mean, I don't know what we're doing here. Nine to five after dark. Yeah, but anyway... Uh, I mean, has it ever been before? Aaron, is there anything that like strikes you besides the higher, besides Matt Patricia taking over the the helm? I mean, you, like I said, you still got Stafford. Uh, you got two a pretty good receiving core. I mean, I have one of my fantasy team that uh, Ty so graciously ripped during one of our breaks. But what do you think when it comes to the Lions? I think you see some continuity here with their offense. Uh, having uh, Matt Stafford there, in my opinion, very solid quarterback, proven quarterback. You put up. Wonderful uh, stats throughout his career. They rely uh, on him a lot. He it, throws like forty times a game. They they have to. I I think they have a really improved offensive line this year. I think that they could really run the ball well if they would commit to the run. Maybe having a defensive uh, defensive minded head coach, they might try to run the ball a little bit more. Um, I, I, they have a talented defense. Uh, some really high end players there with uh, Ezekiel Anza. Uh, Glover Quinn, as well as Darius Slay, one of the top shutdown corners in this league. I think they're a good team. Do I think that they're great? Do I think that they'll win this division? No. But, again, I think this is a team that they could finish third or fourth in the division. They very uh, realistically could finish last in the division, but it could still be regarded in the league as one of the you know, a very solid team, as I said with the Bears. It's, it's a team that could you know, beat you on any given day. As, as Stafford plays well. Um, I, I think that the uh, the draft pick that they had of uh, 
Carryon Johnson is a really interesting one. They haven't the Lions have not had a stable running game in quite some time. I'm not and, sure the last thousand yard rusher they had. I mean, I really don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to probably look it up honestly, but Terry Sanders. No, I'm just kidding. Do you have? If Ty, if you don't have notes on your phone, see if you can find us the last thousand yard rusher. But with a long time. I'm sure they, they had. They talk about it really often. I'm, I'm sure they've had one since Barry, but it ain't many. Uh, but with Carryon Johnson, he led the SEC in rushing last year, which is really impressive considering that uh, that running back stable in the SEC uh, uh, consisted of Darius Geis, uh, Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, uh, as well as uh, Bo Scarborough. Is a lot of really talented running backs in the SEC, but he was able to lead lead them in rushing. Uh, even Saquon Barkley, fellow rookie, has uh, even went out and or came out and said that he thinks Carryon Johnson is going to have a really nice career. Uh, I I think that again, a, a good team, not great, will be probably middle of the pack in record wise in the NFC. But it's just the fact that they played in a tough division with Aaron Rodgers and a stacked Vikings team that. Uh, that they're they're gonna fall With short of the playoff. Right? They're gonna fall short of the playoffs this year. Yeah, I last, think. Okay, I got the last thousand yard rusher. Real, okay, real quick. Um, Would it be Kevin James? So no, it's actually Reggie Bush. Okay, he did it in oh. 2013 where he had 1,006 yards. Okay, yeah. so he, and James correctly guessed that. But then before that, it was Kevin Jones in 2004. Okay, so that Yikes. just shows you how long they've been. Relying on their quarterback? Yeah, well, just <laughs> At very one point mediocre. was John Kitna, and then after that, was it Kitna straight to Stafford, or did they have somebody else? I think it was Kitna straight I to I remember Stafford. Dan Orlovsky running through the back, back of the end zone. Back of the end zone, no one ever, I'll always years. remember but that one. Stafford was playing with a lot of shoulder injuries early mm-hmm. in his career, mm-hmm. but he, it seemed that he was shaking all that off, and again, I mean, he kind of needs to. The man's throwing the ball probably 40, 40 times 50, a game. 50 times a game. Yep. Uh, and I, I, just, I think he likes it. I think, yeah, I think I, he does. I mean, it. I guess every quarterback would now, like it until they start I really, physically. I really enjoy watching Matt Stafford throw football because the He's arm, talented. The arm, He's the arm talented. angles that he throws some of these footballs out of and how he can thread it between two of his offensive linemen's heads right into a wide receiver's hands. It's really impressive. I, I, I really enjoy watching him play, but – it, they're just not special enough to, to get past these other teams. I think they could finish anywhere from second to fourth. I mean, especially if something would happen to Rodgers, I think their offense is potent enough to where they can go out and any given Sunday they can put up 40. You know, at their defense I think is decent, solid. Uh, if I think if everyone's healthy, I think they're going to finish third, but they could – the Lions have been known not to show up from game to game, and they've known to put up 40 in any game. So I think they could finish anywhere from second to fourth. I think this division is one of the hardest to gauge. Uh, I think we all expect the Vikings to have a really big year, but after that, I mean, I think it's just hard to gauge. I the think other the other three teams. teams could beat up on each other. Yeah. Honestly. Elliot, what do you, what's your take on the Lions? Um, I'm going to go to what Aaron was talking about with Stafford. We throw around comparisons a lot, and but we talk about gunslingers, and we think Brett Favre. Matt Stafford is the closest thing I've seen to Brett Favre. He he reminds me a lot of him. He's going to take chances. He's going to thread the needle. Has the huge arm. I just I really like Matt Stafford as a quarterback. He's always put up big numbers. He's got a great receiving core around him. This offense is going to be stout this year, mm-hmm. and that's why I think they will steal some games that they shouldn't maybe win. And as we said, they add Carryon Johnson in the draft, great running back. They add Legarrette Blunt in free agency, a nice goal line back for him. Um, 
as you said, you had Marvin Jones on a few of your fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. I do as well. Um, they also have Kenny Kenny Galladay, who I look to take a big step forward this year. Golden Tate running in the slot. They, they've got all the weapons on offense. It just comes down to can Patricia get this defense to where it needs to be. Aaron mentioned they had Darius Slay, Ziggy Ansah, and a few other pieces on that defense. It's just can they put it all together. But looking at this team overall, as I said, I think them and the Bears are fighting it out for third and fourth in this division. Um, and I look for both of them to be somewhere between six, six, six and eight wins. I don't watch a lot of lines. I know when I'm, and I'm up there basically all the time during football season, when I'm in Centerville, I, we have Sunday ticket up there. And so I turn from game to game, and occasionally I will land on the lines and I watch them. But really the only time I watch a full Lions game, which is probably the same for everybody, is Thanksgiving. Yeah. They usually have the 1 o'clock game because, of course, they save the important yeah. game for 4 o'clock. Uh, but anyway, okay. when I when I watch when I watch the Lions no. on Thanksgiving, it no. just seems no. We're not going to do least, that. At least they're playing a real team this year. Uh, the 4 o'clock game. I hate when we play you guys on Thanksgiving. I hate it. You like it, it better I last don't, year? Okay, it's, it, it's good when we win, but I don't even enjoy it. I don't enjoy for, the game for our at listeners, all. It's so yes, stressful. For our listeners, Jarrett will have to eat either before the game if he's able. I can't do <laughs> because it. Because if awful. they lose, he will not eat the rest of the night. I didn't <laughs> eat. So, just for reference, was we beat, was it two years ago when we played on Thanksgiving or last year? Two years, two years ago, two years and we we did beat y'all that year. Last that was, year we played on Thanksgiving again too. We played y'all uh, beat the Giants. Beat the though. Giants, yeah. But when y'all beat us with Griffin, there it was just not. good. I'm not sure I attended the family <laughs> prayer. Like I, I think I was on my oh. lonesome before dinner. It just ruined my entire day. I hate when we play you guys on Thanksgiving. I don't know why they do it. They know that that game is going to get watched, no matter what day it's on. They should put us against the bad teams to get the viewership yeah. up. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. that. But anyway, that the Lions, uh, I, I think both of you made really good points, and I, I think they're always a fun team to watch. So it, this it, year on Sunday Ticket, I am going to try to watch more of the Lions. It provides some nice theater. Uh, you, you have families fighting on the day we're supposed to be thankful that for. That is definitely true, <laughs> especially Mr. Henry Dawson. He is not one to mess with when we play the Redskins on Thanksgiving. Tom, I'm not sure if we got your in-depth. They uh, haven't. Um, uh, what I'm going to say mostly for the Lions is – the story you guys you guys have talked a lot about Matt Stafford. I think it's going to be the improved running game. Um, I think, as you mentioned with Carryon Johnson, I think Carryon Johnson is going to be very impressive. Um, Legarrette Blunt has shown that you know he's on the line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Legarrette Blunt is yeah. a legitimate not only you know goal line threat, but legitimate when are we going to start talking back. about he's a legitimate back? Yeah. You know, he's he's he a is. legitimate guy that you can throw out there and carry the ball twenty five times a game and. You're not going to get like the upper echelon, you know, type performances still out of him, but back. he's still a solid, solid uh, running back that uh, you feel confident in handing the ball to. They also got um, with their first round pick this year. They picked up a center out of Arkansas named Frank Ragnell. So they've, um, as Aaron mentioned, they've addressed their offensive line. Um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Ragnell out of Arkansas, but um, not sure if he's a better pass blocker or run blocker, but Either way it goes there, he's a first-round talent um, on your offensive line um, to you know try to either uh, really boost that run game or just keep Stafford upright. So um, they've done everything that they've needed to do this offseason, in my opinion, getting a head coach as well mm-hmm. as Matt Patricia. So um, 
they've done what they've needed to do. They lost some some players. Eric Ebron was never any good. Let's be honest. Um, he was a first round pick, wasn't he? Was a bust. He was yeah, a, he's a bust. been a bust. Uh, they lost DJ he was, Hayden, Tier Whitehead, Haloti Nata. So, so not real huge losses for them. I think they've only gotten better. That being said, uh, I, I say they tie for for third or fourth, whatever you want to say. So seven and nine. And it can just. I mean, it could be a one-word answer. It can be a more in-depth answer. Do you think Patricia's the answer? Do you think in the next couple of years he can put that team to where we are taking them seriously to be a threat to win the division? No. Um, I'll say no because I think Tom Brady uh, covers up a lot of defensive issues. Um, I think you know anybody that takes Malcolm Butler out of the starting lineup for some stupid do reason. We, do we still not know? No, what happened there was there? some reason he was. I don't. I don't know. It was it was a weird one. No. I just I don't see this team competing in this division for the long term. Even when they have a solid group, uh, new head coach who I, I think that you know could have some success there. This is as long as Aaron Rodgers is in that division. Mm-hmm. The Bears are young. You, Elliot, you you had said the Vikings. Uh, everyone except Anthony Barr is under contract. Really, uh, or their key players for the next three like, years. Yeah, the next yeah. three years. I, I just I don't see them making any kind of big time playoff push unless it would be a catastrophic energy, which, uh, injury for one of these other teams. Which kind of does suck because I think Stafford is a good enough quarterback to say, oh, oh yeah, he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. I oh, think, absolutely. I think, I, I think that if he would go elsewhere uh, to a better situation, probably maybe a, a easier division, yeah. I, I think absolutely he could lead a, a team on a deep playoff run because I, I, I really believe in Matt Stafford. But it's just this division is so tough because I think if both of these teams between the Bears and the Lions have finished uh, tied for last at seven and nine, you could be talking about the two best seven and nine teams we've probably seen in a while. Yeah. Imagine someone like Stafford playing in like a big market like New York. I mean, just uh, just imagine how much more he, I think he would even be talked about. Like if he was a, on the Giants, how much that would help a team like that. Oh, I, I think if he was on the drive. Gunslinging, throwing I, yeah. the ball all over the place with Beckham yeah. and Shepard. I mean. I, I think he would be he would be dangerous yeah. on a team like that. Uh, I mean, not to discount or, or kind of discredit any of the uh, weapons that he has now in, in Detroit. No. He, he's, he's, he's got some good weapons. I, I think so. But uh, these, these other teams are just a, a lot better than I feel, them. I feel like we've talked about this a lot with each division almost this year, too. Like. There's a lot of up and coming teams, and I think that speaks to the depth throughout the league. I think it's going to be a really exciting football season. I, I think so too, but I think you're seeing a lot more of the depth in the NFC. We talk with, true, but the AFC, you, you've got some really talented teams, but it's top heavy. For the most part, there are two divisions in the AFC that is like one team and then everybody else. And Aaron, that's your division. With the, I feel like the Steelers are on a tier of their own, mm-hmm. and then you've got. The Patriots and the, the Browns and the Bengals and the Ravens. They're all, they're kind of down there. And then, like you said, it's the Patriots and then the other three teams. Yeah, exactly. I just there's there's it seems like there's more bad teams in the AFC than what there is in the NFC. But, which is which is shifted. I know, remember when I first started watching football, it seemed like the AFC was the king. Yeah, you had the rise of Peyton Brady, Roethlisberger. All three every year were threats, and then of course the Broncos had some good years over there. The Jaguars had some really good yeah, years. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. The AFC was the Chargers when they had Ladainian Tomlinson. Right, and, so it swings back and forth. I I do really enjoy that. Um, 
Aaron, if you want to take, or wait, I think Elliot, if you want to take a couple minutes for fantasy, we'll take one last break. I know I said that last time. We'll take another break uh-huh. to talk about uh-huh. uh, division uh-huh. awards. And then I'm sure we'll get uh, Ryan's thoughtful uh, input on this as well. All right, so as I said, I love this offense this year. Matthew Stafford, I got him and Marvin Jones on my most recent draft in Austin Alger's League. Shout out to Double A. Um, <laughs> so you're going to want Stafford. He's all, As I said, he always produces that team typically has to throw the ball due to a lack of running game. Now, that may change this year, but you've got Kenny, Kenny Galladay, big, talented receiver on the outside, Marvin Jones, Golden Tate, always reliable in the slot, p- produces catch after catch, racks up the yards after catch as well. Just a really solid producer. And as Ty mentioned, the improved running game is really going to show forth this year. You've got Carrion Johnson being drafted in the, t- in the top like five or six rounds right now. So... Uh, Garrett Blunt, a nice touchdown producer. So, really, I think I think you can draft Johnson. I think you can draft Blunt. That's the only ones I'm touching in that backfield, unless it's a deep PPR league where you would maybe take Theo Riddick. Um, but Matt Stafford, I'm perfectly comfortable with him on the team and all the receiving options on this team other than the tight end. Ryan Ryan. All right, well, this is the first podcast that I've set in on. And I can tell you right now... We need to have you on for like a golf. One that's not just football. No, 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 no. It has I can, golf I can add baseball. to this too. I can add to this too. The, all these guys are just... They're blooming with optimism, okay? They're way too political correct. Are you talking about like, like us? Yeah, yeah, y'all. <laughs> when y'all are talking about the Lions, all you're doing is polishing a turd, okay? <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a stone-cold falcon punch of truth right here. <laughs> they punch. are terrible. They are an embarrassment falcon to the falcon NFL. Falcon and they're going to have four wins, if they're lucky. They better pray for four wins. Oh, Folks, I'm gonna be honest. I just, I just wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't listen. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Shows <laughs> how foolish you are, and you're the leader of this. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Hey, I'm a little rusty. I've been off for three weeks. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be right back with division awards, and then we'll close out the show. Division awards. Division awards. Oh. Okay, it's time to wrap this thing up. Uh, we'll finish out the show with some divisional awards. We'll try to get through these as quick as we can. Um, with that being said, we'll pick an MVP. What do we do? MVP. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and standout rookie. Right. Okay, so we'll start out with MVP. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start it off before anybody else takes it. I'm going with my guy, one of my favorite players, even though he has tortured and terrified my team throughout the years. I'm going Aaron Rodgers with the NFC North MVP. And I know that's the easy way out, but look, he's the best player in football, so I'm taking it. Um, Elliot. I'm with you. No arguments here. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He, he he's might win NFL MVP, so he certainly has to win division. Are we all getting water at the table? Ty, you getting uh, Aaron Rodgers for MVP? Nope. No. No, he's going Kirk. I told you. He's going Kirk. Yards and yeah. Hey, boys, if, the Vikings, if the Vikings go to the Super Bowl, that's a good pick. It, it is. If the yeah. Vikings go to the Super Bowl, that's the right pick. I think, I think uh, you know, if they make it there, I've, like you said, if they make it there, it's uh, that's a good pick. It's a, it's a big time pick for me. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Simple, best quarterback in the division. Okay, if you think that MVP is anyone other than Aaron Rodgers, do me a favor. Get, pull out your phone right now. I hope it's a smartphone. 
go to Safari, Google Lowe's, okay? Drive to Lowe's. You, if they're not open, you sit there until they're open. PG, okay. Yeah. You sit there until going. they're open. You go in. You buy a heavy-duty rope that can okay. support a Okay, we're going to move on to Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> offensive Player of the Year. I went Rogers, my close, MVP. by the way, in Harrisonburg. That's the closest one. I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. I think he makes a big comeback from that injury. I think Cook rushes for 1,100, 1,200 yards. They really utilize him well. I'm going Dalvin Cook, Offensive Player of the Year. Elliot? Okay, so I'm not going to double dip, so I'm going to stick with the same team and use one of Aaron Rodgers' targets. I'm going Devontae Adams. As Aaron <laughs> said, led the league in touchdowns the last two years t- combined, so I'm going Devontae Adams. Adams, Tom? Well, if I don't take him as MVP, i got to take him as offensive player of the year. Yeah, I, I thought. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. All right, Aaron? Uh, I'm also going to go with Devontae Adams. Uh, no Jordy Nelson in town anymore. Uh, led Again, led the NFL in receiving touchdowns the past two years combined. I think uh, you're really going to see him take that next uh, step in his game. Ron Ryan. Well, when you give Aaron Rodgers a tool to use like Randy Moss, you got to expect big things. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive player of the year. I love this um, edition. I do. <laughs> I'm going with um, wow. Randy Moss. I really don't. I'm not. I'm, you know what? I'm really not sure here. I'm. You know what? I guess this is the. I don't want to take the cheap way and just take Bar. Might as well do it. Yeah, I. I think I am. I think I'm just going to go Anthony Barr. I think he's one of the better young players in the league on the defensive end. So I'm taking Anthony Barr. Made me happy when he destroyed Aaron Rodgers last year. I don't care he if it did. hurt us. He destroyed it. He did. Um, you could pick any number of players off this Vikings defense, but I, I don't think there's an argument that it has to be on. Well, you could say Khalil Mack, I guess. Oh, yeah, Mack. I forgot yeah. about him. Hey! <laughs> A little foreshadowing there. But, uh, darn it. I'm going to stick on with the Vikings, and I'm going Harrison Smith, the safety. Oh, the other safety. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, you, you've already mentioned it. Uh, newly acquired. He's got his money. He's going to... I think he's going to be on a uh, a little rampage this year to show the Raiders what they're. Do they play the Raiders this year? Ooh, I don't know. That'd be I would awesome. love. I don't, I don't do. think they do. They don't. Man, that'd be fun. That's All right. Uh, so Barr, Smith, Mac. Uh, to me, I you know not to. I, I'm gonna copycat with uh, Khalil Mack, even though I, I think he is one of the five best defensive players in this league, and I think he will show it this year. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go a little different route. I'm gonna go with the Vikings, but I'm gonna go Everson Griffin. Oh, I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna put a big uh, sack total this year. Yeah, he's definitely a solid player. As Ryan. I said on that defense, you've got Barr, Sheldon you've got Richardson. Griffin. They added Sheldon Richardson, Xavier oh, Rhodes, Smith, Xavier Rhodes. They're just they're stacked. Yep, and they've got Mike Zimmer, who's pretty good defensively as a coach as well. Absolutely, Ryan. Well, the best defense is an overwhelming amount of offense. So we're gonna go with Aaron Rodgers once again. <laughs> So Aaron Rodgers has won Ryan's MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, and no, no, defense. No, that was Randy Moss. Oh, Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, I was torn between sure, Randy, Randy Moss and Marion the Barbarian Barber. <laughs> to be honest, I, I love that. Field and <laughs> Rookie of the Year. Um, Still have that jersey hanging in my closet. I actually do have a Marion Barber jersey. I do too. Huh? I, want one. I know you don't, but uh, I realize where I do. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm trying to think of the rookies in this division. Carry on Johnson for me. The rookies in this division? It's a clear option. Sure. Carry on Johnson. Sounds good. Carry on Johnson. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the Johnson. main rookies in the league. Because of Vike? I can get to this. Kirk Cousins, uh, right? He's a rookie. <laughs> the, Packers, <laughs> the Packers drafted two corners, right? Yeah, yes. Alexander and uh, Josh Jackson. So you're. Uh, your Detroit Lions, Frank Ragnow, and Carry On. Uh, for the Bears, you've got Roquan Smith, who could be a, a oh, standout. Yeah, James Give Davis, me Roquan Smith, then. Anthony Miller. Give me Roquan. Okay. I think I'm going to get Carry On. I'm going to trust Saquon Barkley. He stood up for Carry On, said he's going to have a great career. Two Carry Ons or Roquan yeah, I'm Smith? I'm going to Carry On. Aaron? Carry On! Nice. I like that. I like that. Absolutely done. done. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, I'll go ahead and answer for Ryan and uh, say He's that the not a rookie, rookie. rookie of the year is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his rookie year, he didn't even play. So, yeah. Uh, he didn't play for, what, two or two three, or three years, years, right? Yeah. Brett, you know what? I remember the first time I remember seeing him. We were playing the Packers again, bringing the Cowboys up. He beat us. I'm pretty sure Brett Favre got hurt. And Aaron Rodgers came in. I'm pretty sure they beat us that night. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, we're done with divisional awards. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you guessed right. <laughs> Ty, if you bring up our closing music, uh, oh, if, that's, here and ready, if that's all we've got, it's time to go on to other sports in the world. and Or it doesn't even have to be in other sports, whatever you want to talk about. So cue it up, and if you guys don't mind, I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, we had some trouble last night, not only getting to the game, but getting into the game. Uh, but I was able to witness the first win of the year. Hopefully not the last for the Virginia Cavaliers. But we had a good time. Weather was good. I thought we were going to get uh, hammered on with that storm. But it went right around us. Uh, James was also there. And I think we had a pretty good time, you know, with the, with all the crap that we had to deal with. So nice start to the season for Virginia. That's all for me. I'll backpack on your college football intro. Virginia Tech playing at Florida State in Tallahassee tomorrow night. So make sure you tune into that. Looking to see Justin Fuente get off to a nice start for the year. Also, what? Some of us hope that they get off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) Others? Not so so much. And in other news, um, I I just need my Yankees to get healthy, man. They're showing signs. If we get Didi back, get Judge back, Gary just came back. I got McCutcheon, too. They lost the series to the Tigers this weekend. We did. I don't want to comment on that. But we added Andrew McCutcheon to hopefully fill in until Judge gets back. So let's go, Yanks. All right, I'll keep it on the baseball track there since Elliot so eloquently put. Uh, Nationals finally deal, Gio Gonzalez ending a very nice stint in Washington. I know he takes a lot of crap, especially from one Jordan Mercer. I got it in. I got it it in. His name wasn't mentioned at all. You need to get off his back because Gio pitched really well for us for a number of years. I thought we were going to go a whole episode without it. It was was an impressive uh, little thing they did. They sent him to the Brewers who were in town, so they just sent him literally across the way. Had a nice little... um, Montage for him. I also just while we're talking about Jordan Mercer, I'd like to ask him how life is going as a foreign exchange student. I know it's hard moving <laughs> to a different country and all, so just get back to me on that, bud. Aaron, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, our first legit NFL action this week. Uh, this coming Thursday. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles open up Atlanta. with the Atlanta Falcons. Thank God, uh, football is gonna be back. Carson Wentz has not yet been uh, cleared for contact. So we'll see what happens there. It could be Nick Foles starting the season Foles. off uh, for the uh, Eagles. But uh, just excited for the NFL season. How much time we got, Ty? We, we got can one make... minute. All right, let's make picks then. Aaron, start us off. Whoa, I didn't get you talk. Whoa. You skipped me. Yeah, go ahead. All right, okay. Ryan. Talk off. Leo Flinderson just broke. <laughs> 
He broke a world record. He was the first man to ever throw a javelin over 100 meters. <laughs> All right. I'm not even sure if we need to go to the picks now because of that. Yeah. I just want to end on that. Yeah. Real quick, one word. Eagles or Falcons to open up the year? Eagles. Falcons. 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 Falcon right. punch. That's all we got. James had a, said he wanted to throw something in before we end the show. Guess what, Jordan fans? The old man is back. That's Thanks right, for Antonio looking Gates. up in LA. Welcome back, Antonio Gates. 8-5. Guys, it was good to be back with you. Um, hopefully we can get Robbie in here soon to talk about the NFC East. But for this week, that's all from 9 to 5 Sports. We'll see you next time. Ryan, good to have you. Repeat next week. <laughs>